Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Maroon Report brought to you by Tribe Institute, a new kind of think tank. I am the Pirate Chef, along with my man, Gorilla Grill, what's happening? And today we are going to do something much of a current event that just happened, uh, the March for Our Lives. I'm back. Hashtag March for, for Our Lives. lives. You okay. know. So why don't you give us a brief explanation of why, why, they, why they marching? Well, uh... February around Valentine's Day, I think it was. It was a shooting at a high school in Parkland, Florida. Uh, 17, 17 people. Yeah, 17, 17 people got killed. By Nicholas Cruz. Nicholas Cruz, a 19-year-old former student, uh, white. Um, and so, you know, the students was like, oh, we need gun control. Because uh, for those of you who, know, who don't live in America, who, who don't really know this information, America has a school shooting problem. Well, America has a gun problem in general, but... That's that's something we're going to jump into later. So right. this event, I guess now, sparked a, a larger movement. And now, you know, children are marching on D.C. from different places to advocate gun safety laws and whatnot. And that's what we're going to jump into today. So, so one word to sum up the thoughts on the march. Pirate Chef. Bullshit. Explain why. Uh, it's bullshit because I'm going to be quite honest with you all. I don't believe in the power of marching. Uh, I've been on the record on air, off air, anywhere, anybody, anytime anybody asks me, <laughs> march for what? Uh, right, right. You know, they uh, marched us across Africa to slave ships. So as far as I'm concerned, that's all the marching for, you know, a, you know, a couple of centuries. Um I must also say it's bullshit because to me it's just like the Black Lives Matter people, you know. Uh, I feel like they kind of did the same thing. Right. Uh, gun control is gun control, whether it's for the police or average citizens. So I just kind of feel like not saying it's the the kids' fault who started this, who started you know the March for Our Lives, but it's right. just a bunch of bullshit to me because been there, done that. But all of a sudden now, because it was at a school in the suburbs in Florida. Now everybody wants to pay attention, and I don't. I don't particularly agree with that. Well, if I was asked the same question, I would sum it up with say, uh, repetitive. Repetitive because it seems like it's the cliche thing to do now. Where when something bad happens, we you know we march. But to me, the form of protest or civil disobedience called march has kind of been sucked up, sucked dry of its importance. I mean. Before to, let's go back to the 60s, to see, you know, all these black people march somewhere and organize on that, on a, on that kind of scale was amazing. You know, but at the same time, the, the now it just keep doing, like, it, it lacks any of its importance, in my opinion. I Okay, so I'm all for creative civil, civil disobedience. Like, the same, the it, it, like I said, it's, well, it's not thought out. Because the same way you had a march with the 1960s, you had people sitting in. You had pe- you had a multitude, a multitude of different forms social of pro- right yeah. forms of protest. Forms of protest. So to me, what would have served a better purpose was okay. And this is just off the top of my head. Why don't since y'all are opposed to gun laws and you know you know not gun laws but gun control and you know y'all in form of gun control? Why don't everybody go to their local gun control? I mean gun store and have a die in. Everybody just lay down in front of the gun store. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? I imagine now the effects on that. I mean, now you bring, you go into the issue where it lies at, and everybody's looking. I mean, now everybody can't get to D.C., so 
Now what? Well, they 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 showed on the news. I watched some of the coverage. I wasn't intentionally trying to watch the coverage. I was actually just trying to watch some news. But uh, they said it was actually in different cities across the country. Uh, I think they said uh, in a couple of different countries, actually, students were doing the same thing. Countries, might I add, that don't even really have the same gun problem right. as America. So, you know, that was kind of uh, weird. Yeah, weird. But like I said... Is America marching for y'all when y'all got a problem? No, because they are so individualistic. They're individualistic to the point where we have the same problem in our communities and they don't do the same kind of output for other people who have the same problems. But that's, like I said, I'm going to jump into that later. So, like I said, going back to it, he says BS. I say repetitive. Same. We haven't seen this. We didn't seen this before. Like I mean, but I will say this though: Black Lives Matter. Like I actually like when they shut down the interstate. You know, they protesting, stood in the interstate because protest is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. I'm gonna say this: What made me more uncomfortable was a, a, a large group of white kids descending on my place of uh, habitation, marching, walking somewhere. That 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 confused me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we walking for? Walk for what? Are we walking to cure cancer? Are we walking... You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like I said, I'm all for creative uh, solutions to anything, to any type of problem. And one, like, one of the bigger things is I've always said, too, if you don't have some kind of influence over people and people ain't afraid of you, then you're really not doing anything. So, you have influence over where you spend your money at. You have influence over where you can, where you can form a physical barricade towards something. Right. That means something. So... Going into a gun store and not letting everybody come in or making it very extremely uncomfortable to buy guns or, you know, just stopping, like you said, with what they did with right now with Sacramento when they shut down their yeah, shut down the Kings game. Yeah, that's mean something. Right. Make it mean something. I mean, I'm, I'm all for people being organized and wanting to change. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm an optimistic person, but I'm not for the repetitive nature of, you know, oh, we just do the same thing we've been doing for 50 years and then didn't change nothing. So... Right. I, I I guess my problem is is that there's no correlation between marching and causing change. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they marched in the '60s, and no matter what nobody tell you, we didn't get civil rights because people were marching. We didn't. It was a multi like you said, it was a multitude of things they were doing. Well, I would say it was a part of the plan. It was a part of a. a, a yeah, it was a huge part of the plan, but I don't know exactly how effective it was because I believe Martin Luther King Jr. getting shot was more effective than anything that they had previously tried to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, he was a part of one of those people bringing to the issue. But we're getting away from the point. Let's ask another question. What do you think about gun control? I'm all for gun control. You know, I'm not anti-gun control. I'm very pro-Second Amendment. I, a black man, am very pro-Second Amendment. Let me say it again. I am very pro-Second Amendment. However, I do understand and I do uh, uh, think there is a need for common sense gun laws. So let's say, for instance, the shooting at the school in Florida, the guy was 18 years old, I mean, 19 years old, right? and brought a assault rifle. Now, in what universe does that make sense? So let me let me go down the list of this. You have to be, you could be 18 to go to war, right. you could be 18 to buy a pack of cigarettes. Marijuana is legal in most states, in some states now, so, but you have to be 21, and you got to be 21 to drink. You can't even rent, rent a car till you're 25, so what the hell do I need a... You know what I'm saying? An assault rifle for right? You know, like like what was the, like what's the purpose? And not to not to not to be, you know, saying it's just him, but like it's it's Florida. Florida has crazy laws. Oh, I mean, like you said, I'm an optimistic person. I'm a I'm a sensible person. Um, 
I'm all for gun control. Right. But what the things that people are suggesting as far as gun control right now, I think it's ridiculous. You can't now say, all right, we're going to, you know, let's let's say right now the the what people would want is to not to be selling guns no more, right? From this point on, no guns. That's what it sounds. That's like. what it sounds like. That's that's what they sound like they pitching, right? Right. I think that now leaves everybody at a disproportionate, you know, disadvantage to now when the people who've been hoarding guns for the last twenty years, if they decide they want to pop off, we all just left gunless because you know that was the laws now. Right. If we're not taking guns from everybody, including the police. Like Japan, like a lot of places in the world that don't have guns, like law enforcement does not have guns because nobody has guns. I can see that. Like, right. that makes sense. I mean, I won't afford it. Let's go back to swords. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's go back to daggers where you actually had to have a skill to kill somebody. Right. I mean, it's a, you know, then it becomes a responsibility. Like, you know, you know that's why martial arts always says with great, you know, power comes great responsibility. You know, that Spider-Man stole that from them, basically. And I would be for that. But... In, in the, what y'all suggesting right now, I'm I'm not for it. I'm I'm not pro, you know, Second Amendment. I I'm not even pro Constitution. I'm actually anti Constitution, and we should tear that thing up a long time ago. I don't know why we still act like people from the 1700s who wore fake wigs on their head are like so deep in philosophers of our time. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of them were racist and slave owners. So why do we even still follow the words of? Right, you, follow the words of these crackers. It doesn't make sense. You, my friend, are absolutely right, and I agree. It it does need to be changes to the Constitution. You know, they always like to say the Second Amendment. Well, they needed militias back then. Yeah, that's true. Well, but you need them now, like you know, even right. being honest, you're right. But in my mind, they ain't changed it yet. So you know, even though it's a bad a bad law or bad uh, amendment, it's still an amendment. That's and true. Under no circumstances do I believe that as a law-abiding citizen, they should, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to own, a, to own a weapon. Now, I will say this is that I believe that this the, the version of gun control that they're talking about, I don't particularly care for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe in gun control. Right. Every, you know, people with mental disabilities or people who, you know, are not emotionally stable Correct. should not have weapons. I'm all for that. But... Do I think I should have to suffer because, like, the problem, like, y'all y'all can't stop these white boys from shooting up schools? Absolutely not. Exactly. Okay, so, everybody's for common sense. Like, I think even the NRA is for common sense. Well, like, even, it's bad for business. This is bad for business no, for them, for the even, people they represent. Even the NRA spokeswoman, uh, Dane, I think her name is, she even said, there are already laws on the books. Right. Why do you all not enforce them? Cause let me tell you this: When there's a person of color who's trying to go for a weapon, oh, oh man, we we gotta bring him the moon and back. We gotta, you know what I'm saying? But a 19 year old can just get go buy, buy an assault rifle. I want, I want, we. Oh no, I mean, I understand. I just, it's, 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 you know, I'm confused. Right. Like, I'm confused. To even, I'm like, you could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that's no, what I first. I'm like, wow, no, y'all could do that? No bull, bro. When I first saw that, I was like, how old was it? I'm thinking he like right. 22, oh, 23. He, I thought he stole a gun, like from what happened in Connecticut. I'm like, okay, yeah, he stole, the, he stole the gun. He's like, and they no. Like, no, he was 19. He, he bought it. I was like, what? Woke up today. I'm going to buy me an AR-15 and some cart. And, and dude was like, have a nice day. Like, that was that was okay with you? Like, right. why did you think that that was an okay thing to do? Right. And. Shit, I feel like it's more regulations with buying a pack of damn cigarettes. It's more regulations with trying to rent a car. I can't. You, we just been able to rent a car. Right. You got to be 25 to rent a car. You, and you don't got to be, what, 18 to buy a gun? That's crazy. Right. 
it's it's like we need to put priority on certain things. So of course, I think everybody, and I think I speak for almost everybody in America, that we all for common sense laws. Right. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be able to have a gun if you're deranged or you got mental issues. Period. Right. You shouldn't be able to buy a gun if you know um you like eighteen. Like that's just way too young. Who do you protect? I mean, but that's what I'm saying though. Like you, because for me, when I was eighteen. Because all of, everybody who has ever signed up for financial aid through the federal government has signed up for selective service. So me at 18, if you're telling me, oh, I can't buy a gun at 18, then why the fuck can I sign up for the military at 18? I could not buy a gun, but I could be trained to how to kill people. Sir, I will not try saying. to no, I'm not make saying. sense of America's <laughs> foolishness. Now, I'm just I saying, didn't it's have just... no parts of that, and I don't want no parts of that. I'm just saying, it's a lot of hypocrisy, man. I agree. I mean, but like I was about to say, like I was saying you know, earlier... Like their like their need for gun violence is different for people of color because the problem with me with uh, with what is an issue I think they're not really trying to touch on is that one if you look at a lot of the mass shootings let's just say go back even three years they they've been white so and so so I mean if I just would have stepped in there the bigger question here and I think. With the march, with everybody, the media is getting away from is you know why do angry white children have this propensity to shoot up innocent people at a school or anywhere else? Right. Well, I'm glad you asked that question. That, I that, have... That's the question. Because I mean, we keep asking, them, "Well, we need to have stricter gun laws." Like every time somebody, and I, first thing I think is, you know, when some when I heard about the Parkland shooting, when right. I heard about. The, the shooting that happened in Las Vegas, not a school shooting, but, you know, major. Right. The same thing I, I I think about when Connecticut. All, I, first thing, my thought is it's not, man, how was he able to buy a gun? My first thought is, what would bring somebody to kill that many right. people? For, what, 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 what the, the fuck motive? was his problem? What was their motive? We got, you know, the show Mindhunter now. Like, so now I'm in, you know, I, I did this before Mindhunters, but now I'm really on it like, what is he thinking? Like, what's his what's his what's move? His what's thought? his drive in life? Right. What's going on with his background? Well, not not. Well, what are the what are the gun laws of Florida? I I, I could have swore you had to check off this. Like, I don't care about that. I want to know why he crazy. Right. I mean, I think I might have somewhat of an answer for you. I think uh, it's a sense of entitlement mm-hmm. because, as you see, with all this far right and. All these neo-Nazi groups, white people feel as though they are under attack. From who? Who knows? This grand. They, they believe in. They believe in reverse racism. They believe in all this. They believe in the tooth fairy. Cause that's you know when you tell me oh it's reverse racism, I'm gonna think this nigga still believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like. I mean, they did elect Trump. Right. I mean, it's it's a sense of entitlement because they always feel like oh everything's supposed to go my way, my way, my way. They believe they're you know they're being replaced. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so they never have to take responsibility right. for that. It's never their fault. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when it's a person of color, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like, oh, but it's the old Republican saying, you need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. White boys don't have to do that too. I guess You know not. what I'm saying? Right. So, it's like, so, I mean, going back to you, I mean, just to feed off of, I, I've theorized because, I mean, obviously the media ain't theorizing because they just want to talk about, they want to talk about gun laws. I'm still trying to understand why? This is a trend. Like this is a social trend. Now it, it's not like some isolated thing. Like oh, one person did it. Oh, Columbine, they're crazy. No, this is multiple people doing the same act. So this is this is a trend now. So diagnosing a trend now, I'm thinking, well, what would drive people to do such a thing? So I, I think to feed off of what you said, 
it's a sense of loss of entitlement. And I feel like it's a, because all of these people were like socially awkward. All of these people, you know, they're not really social. They're not really um, communicative with, uh, with the community or with anybody for that matter. It has to do with, I think, the status-driven nature of our community, of, of our culture now. Everything has to be seen and everybody wants to be noticed. And when you don't, what do you do? What about the people now who don't got 50 million followers, who don't talk, who got popular in school? Because that was the 80s talking about. 80s was, I just want to be the popular person for one day. That was like, how many how many movies have we seen where that, right, was, the, that was the plot? Like, I just want to be popular one day. I'll pay for it. I'll do whatever you want. I just want to be that guy. Right. Now we, you know, this is on steroids. I want to be, now we got a Kardashian. Like, this is the symbolic of our culture now. We just hot for being hot. Ain't no, you ain't did nothing. You just popular for being popular. Right. And what happens when the people, those long run people who have no, like, clout? They want to be seen. So, the best way out and when Colorbine happened out, dudes is looking like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Why not? Don't nobody care about me no way. If I just, if I can get their kill rate, like, they, they can, right. like, like, this a game. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? We not really taking into consideration how desensitized towards everything, the violence and all of that. White children have been. But speaking on something you said, too, we don't see this same kind of behavior in the black community. Like, why? I mean, you can't just bring a gun in a black school. Because okay, you want to talk about... I mean, because here's my thing. Because it's kind of like how I feel about the whole bullying thing. Everybody gets bullied. Everybody gets talked about. Everybody, everybody, Everybody's not popular. Mm-hmm. Every, You know, and so it's like... So I, like I understand what you're saying, like okay, that's the society that we live in, mm-hmm. but they not fucking special though. No, I'm not. You I'm, know what I'm saying? Bro, they not. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's like, but I mean, in a sense, what they're doing to me, it seems like we're validating what their point was. So when I say that, I mean, so the media, nobody knew about you now. Nobody knew about you before whatever you did. Now everybody can't stop talking about you. Right. So are we giving this too much attention to the fact now, like we're verifying that point? They weren't noticed. They weren't talked about. Well, and now they are. Well, see, and, and that's kind of like what my issue is because communities of color, not even just black people, uh, Asian American, Latin American, you know, any community of color, Native American, there there is a, a gun violence problem. You know what I'm saying? And so you and I both went to school in Washington, D, in Washington, D.C. Correct. And we have both readily acknowledged we have had metal detectors at our schools. I think even going back to elementary school. Exactly. And matter of fact, I talked to my mother yesterday, and she said even when she was in school, they had metal detectors. Every school has a resource officer. Right. Matter of fact, they have resource officers and they have police officers sitting outside of schools right. for when people get out. So yep. when you talk about you know and you at the wrecks and at the wrecks and outside of mosques, outside of churches, yep. it's like okay, anywhere there's a large group of people, they're going there, to be police. Any, no, any group, anywhere there's a large group of black people, <laughs> there's a police officer. Right, and so when I when I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, okay, then you hear these Republicans say, oh, it's not a gun issue. We need police in schools. We need teachers to be armed. And I'm like, well, we we've been we, had police in schools. Right, we, we also don't have this problem. Right. As a matter of fact, I'm, let me let me say this. Let me say this because I live in Southeast, and when I was going when I when we was in high school, it was an instance where a student did get shot at Baloo. Yeah. But that was one student, and the person walked up on that person and shot them. It was no, I'm going to shoot fifty people to get to where I got to go. It was right. I have I a problem with this guy, guy, and I'm going to get him. Hey, where's this guy? Where's this specific guy at? You know right. what I'm saying? And right. So it's like, 
okay, like I understand, like they feeling bad, okay, but you know, is that that's to me that that makes it even worse because now you're just doing it for clout. You know what I'm saying? When I hear about oh, a, a person of color getting arrested or getting shot or committing a crime. It's because they're disenfranchised. You know what I'm saying? It's because there is no other option in their mind to do something. But you have, as a white student, as a white man, everything you have everything at your fucking fingertips. And you telling me you feel bad because that girl didn't want to give you her number? Oh, oh, it's well, it's people who not eating, bro. They, they said, you know, his parents died. Because now, because that's another part, the, the bigger issue. Not how many? Another bigger issue here, man, <laughs> to me, is how the media's covering it. Like, right. they, they... Playing up the sympathy card, and I'm like, "What people? Every, people die every day, b. People get shot every day. Like that's Cameron Giles, man. And, and <laughs> I mean, that's how we've been looking at violence. And I'm not like saying, of course. I mean, be aware and be notified. R.I.P. to anybody who gets shot for right. anything. That's not. I'm not trying to talk bad about nobody's name. But what I'm saying is, how is it now? We're going to sympathize with a dude who just killed 17 people. There is no type of sympathy mm-hmm. for us. We, I mean, I, I mean, I used to wonder. Like, I, I don't know how the legal system works no more. I, I just think it's crazy because I would think I just heard about a dude. You know, like, let's just say example, but he's based on a true story. Dude, true. You know, it supposedly has shot one dude. He gets four life sentences, no questions. Boom, no ev- not a lot of evidence. And eventually, he did actually get off. You know, been in jail for thirty five years, mm-hmm. gets off. But for him, we had to have a discussion about. Yeah, they're going to go for the the death penalty. I mean, if this ain't a death penalty case, then I don't know what is. Man, I ain't even really. I, it's, it's no, it's no way to respond to what you just said. Except I don't even understand how he didn't get shot on sight. I mean, but it, it's a recurrent theme, bro. Dylan Roof, the guy who shot up the church in South Carolina, they took his ass to Burger King. You know what I'm saying? I wish I would walk out, walk out this, walk out this building right now, commit a crime, and then tell the police officer, "Man, I ain't ate all day. Can we stop it?" I will, they will kick my ass. You know, I mean, <laughs> we all know as black people, when you do stuff that like this controversial, like a controversial crime, one before you get to the station, they gonna whoop your ass. Exactly. Because that's just what they do. They gonna whoop you before, and when you get there, okay, all right, he can, now you take this picture. He the mugshot's already he toe up, so that's like, oh, ain't no evidence on that. Then when you get to the when you get to the county or whatever, then they whoop you again. I don't, it's different rules for different people. And we already knew this, but we're getting away from the topic. Yeah, back to this gun problem, man. I mean, honestly, I don't believe it's a gun problem. I think it's a, it's a personnel problem. Like you said, I think the looming, the, the larger issue here is in what everybody's missing. And this is where I have a problem with a lot of the stuff. And people say, well, Khalil, you know, you, you're being a contrarian. And I'm just like, no, I just feel like we're not really talking about the real issue here. Why are people going to shoot up schools? Why? That's the real question. Not about why was he had access to do it. I just want to know why did why could he do it? Right, right. I, I just, or why would someone do that out of all things? Right. And we and then on top of that, after somebody does it, how come we don't consider this person as a terror spreader? How how come he's not seen as a terrorist? I don't know, man. Like that. I mean, that's that's the million dollar questions right there. Right question right there. If there ever was one. Why not? You know, why when uh, a black guy gets killed by the police, they always show his mugshot. But white kids, oh, man, he was a good student. They show you, show you in your cap and gown. I mean, we see the dude, Mark Anthony Conduit, the Austin bomber, if you don't know. We seeing pictures from 2013 when he was in community college. 
why we care about that? I want to see a recent picture of you know of, of, of why do we even need to see him in this positive light at all? Well, bro, because they trying to humanize him because it's like why? Because I this is like this is about to be like a little conspiracy though, so I'm gonna tell y'all right now. But I just think it's because a lot of them feel the exact same way, but they can't come out and say, "Oh, he a terrorist," because a lot of them think the same way. Mm. A lot of them, a lot of white people, not just on Fox News, not just the typical racist. Confederate flag carriers on Fox News that you see, I'm talking about everyday people feel as though that their way of white life is being threatened. Hmm. And so that's why I just feel like why they never come out and say, oh, he was a terrorist. The guy in Boston, bro, had people scared to open their mail. You know who else had people scared to open their mail? No. Yeah, who? The people who was sending anthrax, bro. Right. If that ain't a, a fucking correlation, like, come on, bro. Is it because he white? Because the video I saw when he was delivering one of the packages, he had that crazy-ass hair on his head. Yeah, he had long, long hair. That ain't, that ain't the same one they showing on the news. That's not the one they leading with. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, come on, bro. Like, really? Like, you want it to be... And this is my biggest problem. Why is it that when it's a person of color, when we talk about our problems, you know, the Native Americans could talk about problems on the reservations, how they don't have health care, water, whatever the case is, uh, black people, well, we all know the list of black people, or Latin people, pretty much the same thing. But it's oh no, that's a that's a secluded problem. That's y'all problem. But then when when it's a white person problem, then it's everybody problem. But we don't have gun like we don't have gun control issues. And because you and I both know this, we grew up, lived in D.C. D.C. has one of the most strictest gun laws there is. Matter of fact, they went to the fucking Supreme Court to change D.C. gun laws. DC gun laws. White yeah. people came in and tried to change D.C. Right. gun laws. Right. And then that pretty much fucked it up for everybody. Because then Chicago couldn't knock their strict gun laws. Yeah, right, right. So right. it's just like... Because a, a D.C. Was, was, you know, one of the... Nobody could have problematic that. area. I mean, you know, towns when with the crack epidemic say, okay, well, we're going to get tight on... Guns. guns being because this ain't nothing. even though guns wasn't the problem. Look, look, I this, feel like drugs was the problem. This isn't new. <laughs> like this idea that we need to stop the gun flow. We've tried this. Right. So actually, it's it, even on a on a on a future sense, this seems to be a futile argument because they already verified that you can't right do certain laws. So when that when Washington failed, it kind of was like a like damn, like okay, the floodgates yeah. are open. Right. But even so, we still had gun violence. With right. the law, because mo- when you now say, okay, we're going to take the guns out of these dudes' hands. If somebody who was willing to kill 50, 30, 10, 20 people, you're going to find a gun some way and somewhere. Because that's some passion that, that's some negative negativity that can't be stopped. Right. By, okay, I can, I, if I can't buy it at the store, I'm going to talk to that guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. Right. Because the bigger issue, too, is America is one of the biggest producers of guns in the world. I mean... We produce guns here. People make it seem like guns are produced somewhere in Antarctica or something. <laughs> and somehow they just, by osmosis, end up in the black community. Now, I've seen a, a, a little documentary on Vice where they were talking about the gunsmiths. Of the Philippines, because Philippines also have a gun problem. But they actually make guns. Like, they literally putting the stuff together, make the bullets. Like, that's some dedication. Right. We, I, I speak on all black people. We don't have that dedication. We are not at home crafting guns. Not on a, a, on a mass production level it, like that. Nobody you might find one or two people who want to dabble in it. You might find at most a zip gun somewhere, <laughs> but that's some old fifty stuff, anyways. <laughs> so what I'm telling you, the bigger issue is how all these gun, you know, producers, the top gun producers in America, being Sturm Ruger, Remington Outdoors, Smith and Wesson, Glocks, their subsidiary in here in this country, and Sig Sauer. 
how are they now being so irresponsible with the guns they produce with their products that it now leaks to the un to the underbelly of the world right. because there's some meeting place there there's some there's a middle between the gun producer and the streets how uh, go attack that FBI ATF do your job because somebody's making a killing on getting these guns out the factory and getting them to the hood. I mean, well, we learned from uh, when uh, President Barack Obama was in office. Remember when they had that Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious, yeah. So, okay. I don't know if no, y'all... Explain Fast and Furious real quick. Uh, they were trying to... Well, they were essentially were trying to uh, track the way guns get to criminals, and they lost, like, a whole fucking shit. And shipment. these idiots gave, you know, allowed some people to buy guns or gave some guns away. And I think it was to the cartels? To the, the cartels, and they lost track of all the guns. Right. So, I mean, I mean, we talking about... Because I don't know if y'all know this, but in Mexico, they also have strict gun laws. Nobody is allowed to have guns. So, I mean, you know, the real question is, do these people really want gun control? Because if they really wanted it, it could happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it. Japan. I mean, Britain is like. Well, I was more so talking about this country. Well, when this country gets when, okay, yes, DC. When this, when this country wants something, they get behind it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was saying the Iraq War didn't make sense, but they made that shit make sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Going to, like attacking Iran. Everybody, other countries saying, "Bruh, stop doing that." But they gonna make that shit make sense in the long run. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when it's they made slavery make sense, and that shit was morally against that shit was against their own religion. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. If they really wanted gun control, but they don't want gun control. You know what I'm saying? Because they always treating the symptoms and not the problem. Kind of like how our health care system works. Big time. I mean, America- I'm going to treat the symptoms. Oh, people keep getting shot. Oh, I'm going to take away the guns. How about we look at, like you said, look at the psyche of the people who wants to, who wants to shoot people. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell is going on in their lives that they feel like they want to kill a lot of people? That many people. I mean, that's right. crazy. That's crazy to kill one person, let alone. Right. To now saying, I'm a, you know. And what's even crazier for me as looking at this from a black perspective, is that the dude in Parkland was taken alive. We just saw Stephen Clark in Sacramento get shot 20 fucking times because he had a cell phone in his hand. First they said it was a gun. Right. Then they said it was a crowbar. Right. Then they said it was his phone. The story going to change about three more times right. before we done. And I just want to say, for the record, I don't know of any phone that you can hold that looks like a fucking gun. I, I've never had a phone that I, I could say, oh, man, he got a gun. Like, it, it's a square. I mean, rectangles. It's a rectangle. Sometimes. Like I mean, come, nah. I mean that don't you don't mistake that for a gun, a banana maybe. I, hey, I seen it in the cartoon. That but, might be even worse though. Somebody getting shot because they was eating fruit. Hey, this sounds uh, more plausible than this, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, but they they keep taking these dudes alive, man. The dude who uh, who shot up the uh, movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, taking alive. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. You know what I'm it's so crazy that we got so many of this now that we forget. Like, I mean, think about how desensitized to all that. I'm talking about black people getting killed, the, the deaths and all. It's just like, when we hear something now, the first thing is like, man, that's messed up. We don't even be like, we just, and then go back. We won to, the game last night. That's exactly how it happened. And, that, and that, that's the craziness of the society that we're living in. I mean, how do we not care? Care. I mean, because to me, to, to ask the questions that we're asking, which is, why would would possess somebody to do that? You gotta be like, I gotta care. I care about people. Why would he do something like that? Right. Because it's the same thing in mind hunters. When we, you know, they had an issue with serial killers. Why are these people killing people? You know. Then they went. And the FBI was on it, and eventually you got this new mandate of how to diagnose certain serial killers based on X, Y, Z, and now you can even predict certain people before it happens. Yeah, but as we've seen, 
And I don't agree with nothing Trump says, but when Trump says that said the FBI been fucking up, like that's like some real, you know. I'm like, I read an article saying how they was tracking them. But he's saying they've been messing up for a whole different reason. Yeah, I know. They're trying to get him. Yeah, that's, but the, that's but totally the, different. Yeah, I know. But the sentiment is still the same. The sentiment is the same, but the <laughs> the, 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 the intent is totally different. Yeah, but they, I, I read an article saying how they was following the Black Lives Matter activists across the country. But somehow, some way, Nicholas Cruz, right, who said this online, online and somebody reported him. Let, let's go back. You know, this is a major talking speak, talking point of this whole gun march, this whole gun conversation, is how certain people are police versus other people. Because he mean, said he was going to do it. I mean, black people versus white people. Now we've seen Kodak Black. He was on what IG Live or something? I think it was. Think and it was. he was on live with you know weed and a gun or supposedly a gun. I mean, it could be a fake gun. I mean, they do videos with stuff. with his son in the video. What if his son in the video? They didn't like wait a week to look over this. They came to get him the next the next day. The next day. So if you police people the same exact way you police everybody else, because I mean, this is to all you know the Instagram. Uh, uh, gangsters and thugs. Stop putting guns in your picture, bro. They looking. They got a whole police task force that look for that specifically. Right. Now, in this police task force, why are we not looking for the white kids that's posting their guns? Why are we not looking for them who 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 threaten in their schools? They do this. We like to say black people are like these aberrations. This is just immature behavior to prove that I'm somebody in the world. Watch out, I'm bad. It ain't a white black thing. It's everybody thing. Right. The dude who shot out Virginia Tech was Asian. It's an everybody thing. So the same way you police us, police everybody else. You want to? We're not the only ones. You know. You know. I know y'all got this from back in the day that we these savage beasts and we do crazy ones. Police everybody the same because if you had metal detectors in your schools, like you got metal detectors all in the ghetto, this wouldn't happen. Talking about Man. arming the teachers. That's stupid. More guns in the room. That makes more sense. Right. You're going to arm somebody who's frustrated about their job. Exactly. That don't make sense. <laughs> Come on, man. That's stupid. That's not even... A, that's, not, that's, that's not smart. I mean, bro, but it's a symptom. The, 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 the problem is, oh, people keep getting shot at school. So one of the symptoms is there's nobody there to defend them. Oh, let's get the teacher's guns. How is that going to solve the problem? I don't know. Because... We still have not got to the root of the issue. I've watched a lot of crime shows, and what I have come to realize is that if somebody's going to get you, they're going to get you. It's nothing that's going to stop them if that's what their mindset is. Right. So, like... Arming the, a teacher. But I can imagine one of my... T- man. Ninth grade math teacher. She ain't really like me, so I can imagine her having a gun. But shut the hell up. <laughs> you got it. Right, you, right, man. Like, come on, bro. I mean, and I'm telling you right now, if they ever give teachers guns, first casualty to all this is going to be a black kid. Oh, it definitely is. And you go, oh, I thought he had a gun. It was a banana. It definitely is. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always something. And it's like you're just making people even more liable. Right, and it, it's crazy, though, because they can't even get the story right, bro. Like, a nigga was like, oh, he had a gun. Bro, it was a cell phone. But it, it might have been a crowbar. It was clearly a cell phone. Right. And what made that even worse is that he was in his grandmother's backyard, bro. You shot in your own house. Right. But it's like, you see Dylan Roof, you get Burger King, Nicholas Cruz. You know what I'm saying? They, you put them in protective custody. Right, like, bro. Like, why? 103 account sheets. You know what I mean? I mean, I, it's crazy, like I said, man. Three hots in the cop, man. That's what he getting. You getting. On, on the taxpayer's dime, might I add. might get four. But it, it, the larger issue, like I said, is the larger issue is if we police 
the same way around the board. You might, you might have, this might have not happened a few times. You know what I mean? Not even with just the parkland thing, like with a few things. Well, let me tell you about this, but they're going to say, oh, we don't have the resources to do that. Because that's what they always, that's what the police always like to say. Oh, we don't have the resources. And they slam their hand down on the table. I mean, we all know, like you said, black people are aware there's a task force that just watches Instagram. They, they, that's all they do. Watch they, social media. The social media, they catfishing people, the, you know, <laughs> it, you know, whole time entrapment. But we're not going to talk about that. Watching black people all day, like we, like, like we, like, like hip hop police, right? Yeah, <laughs> like we the kingpins of this, man. Go find out Chapo. You know what I mean? I mean, of course, I know he's in jail now, but that's not. You get the point. Like, yeah. go find them dudes. Go, go to the source of the issue. Like you keep, like we said, America got a cancer. Bro, that's because they all think like that, bro. America got a cancer. It's spitting up blood. And instead of, well, let's leave while he's spitting up blood, they give you a tissue. Like, come on, bro. Told you, they treat that the don't symptoms. make sense. They treat the symptoms, man. Oh, you coughing up blood? Here's a tissue. But like, bro, you ain't going to check my lungs. You ain't going to check, check nothing. Come on, man. Why am I <laughs> spitting up blood? And nobody wants to face the issue because America's past always plays into it and it's ugly. Yeah. I mean, but like, how, how can... How can people move past this, so to speak? Because that's that's what the people want. Okay, yeah. What's the solution? As we always try to give a solution. Solution to, well, we got first die. It's a couple problems. One, the media problem. We need to have psychologists, FBI trained or whatever certified, to come on and, and really talk about what they're to look for. Like teachers, too. So everybody's going to start to be vigilant of what to look for. When... The serial killer thing in the seventies, because you know seventies was a freer time. You were getting people's trucks, and when you you would you know you would literally be going from town to town and hitchhiking, hitchhiking, right. and it was okay. So and then you're like, now that's not okay. Stop doing that. <laughs> right. So now we don't do that no there more. There are laws against hitchhiking. Right. So now you not you're more vigilant about it. Right. We need to have smarter people who have degrees in these fields to now talk about some things to look for in a person who is. Uh, more liable to do something like this. They're more, you know what I'm saying, introverted or, you know, just, we just, I'm not saying people need to go discriminate, just to be watching, just to be mindful. Yeah, but I feel like, like they already have people that do this. No, I'm, these people need to be talking on the media scale because only thing we're talking about in the media right now is about guns. How are we going to prevent this again? Now, guns, yeah, the, the lawmakers, yeah, we need them common sense laws and, and I'm pretty sure a lot of them already exist. But, you know, that, that's going to be his thing. But like you said, if somebody's dedicated and driven, they're going to get a gun illegally. You know, they're going to find a way. They're going to find a way. So, first solution is the media needs to clean up his act. You know, the media needs to report everything like you report any other thing. You got to, any, anytime you say you got a bomber, first people think is Al-Qaeda or ISIS. And when they find out it's not, it's not even a big deal no more. How's not a big deal? Somebody's causing terror all over the t- all over America. Cause the other day somebody told me, "Hey man, watch what you your packages." I say, "Oh yeah, you're right. I should watch. If I ain't order something, I'm not opening it." Cause that's the definition of a spreader of terror. So call him a terror. Call him by his name. He earned it. He's a terrorist. I mean, and also use the Patriot Act against them. <laughs> so when you you know what I'm saying if you if he. Does anything to violate which I got your algorithm set for? Make sure when he go to the airport, it's hell. Make sure when anytime he want to mail something, it's hell. Oh, mm, your name on the list, right? Because anytime somebody even would remotely with a Muslim name, hey, we got to do a random search in the back. Hey, random, bro. Why don't you just do it? Okay, because I mean, you're lying. You know what I mean? But like, just keep it real. Just man. keep it real. So 
Same thing needs to be applied to everybody. If we talking about the safety for everybody, that's just real. Yeah, I mean, but for, honestly, for me, as far as the media goes, like I, I agree one hundred percent. You know, they they gotta stop being so damn biased because at the end of the day, they're like they're not just doing themselves a disservice; they're doing they're doing the nation a disservice. Yeah. Because now you just got people thinking, oh, it's only. People of color that commit crimes. When in reality, right. right? When in reality, but but it don't matter. You could be purple. It don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. It's a human thing, right? And as far as the gun laws, bro, I'm gonna be 100 percent real, honest with you. I don't think it's no. I don't think it's no one answer because the problem is with politics. Uh, to me, is that they always busy trying to please every damn body. You know, in a democracy, it's supposed to be majority rules. Yeah. But for some reason, that 10% of people who disagree got as much say as the 90% who do. Right. So, I mean, I don't I don't ever see it changing because, I mean, you know, people hold on to a lot of outdated beliefs. Hmm. Uh, everybody. It don't really matter your race, your religion. It's, it's you, something you believe in that's outdated. And until we come to... Until you enlighten yourself and, and bring your train of thought up with the times, you know what I'm saying? Like, like unless you live in, like, Vermont or somewhere where it's wooded, where there's bear attacks or coyotes or, you know what I'm saying, whatever, right. wild animals, right. then, okay, maybe you might need that right. assault rifle. But you're living in Florida in a, you know what I'm saying? It's like right. a major city. Right. What's your purpose? What's your purpose? What's your purpose? You know what I'm saying? Like. And also, I just feel like, for the record, it's it's to me it seems like it's harder to get a handgun than it is to get an assault rifle. Hmm. When I've always been told or always saw, police don't want you to have concealed weapons. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you can have an assault. Like what type of fucking sense does that make? And like you said, but you it, it would be nice for them for everybody to be governed the same. But we know that's, that shit not going to Well, I mean, you, I'm, I'm only going to give a real solution. That is the real solution. I mean, that is a real Another solution. real solution that I had for the ones, for the for the optimistic youth, you know, I would say your energy is great. Because you, y'all gonna, y'all, if you, young people are the leaders of revolutions. The young people are the leaders of change. That's facts. Right. That's happening every time. Facts, B. What I'm telling y'all is to critically think and know where you want to be at. Know your goals. Know what you know what you, know what you want before you start. Because this is what they'll do to you. They'll say, "Okay, what you want?" And you say, "I want this." They give you that, and then you say, "That don't solve the problem." Well, we gave you what you want. So be careful what you're asking for. It's like I gave the example the other day. In a hostage negotiation, there's a train. There's a book, like you know what they're supposed to do to alleviate what you want mm-hmm. and certain things they can't give you so you over there you know and as you say you took some hostages say man i want world peace they like we can't give you that we don't that's not something that we can do right we can get you some pizzas <laughs> okay <Are you> hungry <laughs> you're like okay well we need a hostage so you know have something solid concrete and tangible right and go for that you know what I mean? And have a list of these things. And have a multitude of a... Like, have a real plan. Mm-hmm. This is not something that should be knee-jerk. It should be thought of. Right. Because these moments don't last. Learn from history, people. Learn from history. Be ready for this. Right. So, when this happens now, when they put a mic in your face, you know exactly what you're going to say. I know exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's the any that's the most social groups nowadays. I feel like no everybody's going in circles just running to the next tragedy. Rather than being for being having a forethought to now move before that. Stop being reactive, be proactive. That's that that is the key to all success in social movements. 
I didn't. The Black Panthers didn't wait till somebody got whooped to say, "Okay, we're gonna march on Sacramento." No, they say this has been happening for X amount of time, and we're tired of it. We're gonna start. Okay, these kids don't got programs to eat. We're gonna start a, a breakfast food program. Be proactive. Right. Be be um assemble in your community. Be like people don't know about you. We don't see you, then we're not gonna connect with you. If you don't have the people with you, and you just talking your rhetoric on social media, that don't that don't count. Right. We don't care. Right. If I don't see you in my block. And that's to any block anywhere. Then I ain't really caring what you got to talk about. Right. Because you weren't there when, and that's what they gonna always bring up. What happened when Pooey got shot? Y'all didn't say y'all didn't march for him. Right. And go back to like boys in the hood. Right. Because I say that. Go I'll back, say back in the boys in the hood. He said, "Man, I saw all this stuff talking about the world is such a crazy, violent place, man. And they ain't had nothing on my brother. They ain't talking about nothing that's going on in the South Central. People are individual, and the only way you gonna connect to them is you is you." Is you get in touch with their self-interest too. Right. We all got a dog in this fight. Gun control. But make it relevant for me and don't just bring your issue up and talk about your issue is the most important thing in the world. Because mm-hmm. that's just selfish. Right. I mean, well, I, I will say this. I will commend what the kids that they keep showing on television because I've read a couple of articles saying how you know, they were acknowledging how you know, when, when the black students would say things like this, how nobody would really pay attention Correct. You know, and so I, I really commend them on that. Use your white privilege. Right for good. Understand you got it. That'd be that'd be that should be the new uh uh Marvel superhero, white privilege man. <laughs> exactly. Using his privilege for the benefits hey, of man. everybody. <laughs> and then y'all know who y'all most role model is, right? John Brown. That's a real MVP forever. Right. Look him up if you don't know who If he you is. don't know who he is, look, I ain't gonna tell you the definition. Y'all got a internet in your pocket. Just John Brown, Harbors Ferry. There you that, go. There you go. That's the real MVP. <laughs> right. But um, he could come to the cookout before him and then. <laughs> real talk. But uh, but yeah, like 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 I was saying, you know those those I do commend them. You know I say all right, they acknowledge that you know it's a difference in in media coverage or people paying attention. You know, so I I commend them for that. But what I will say, also, what I will add to kind of piggyback on what you said is, make sure you have a plan. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you know exactly what you want and how you want it done, because. You know, people will take that as a sign of weakness. They'll say, oh, well, they don't really know what they want, so they don't really want anything. You know, they call you young and stupid. Right, and... Young and naive. I don't know what y'all want. They so. always do that, but um, to, to to take a title from a movie that I saw one time, this is not a country for old men. You know? Uh, I mean, like, okay, one of the 48 laws of power one of, you know, I, I mean, is to think to the end. Think to the end. Visualize. Yeah. Otto Bismarck knew exactly what he wanted to do for Germany. And just that. So when he finished it, I stopped. Because then you start messing up your legacy and you start messing up everything. Know exactly what you want. So I tell all these kids, man, go home, go to sleep. Before you go to sleep, close your eyes and visualize where you see where you want this country to be, where you want to be, where you want your family to be. Because that's what's going to change stuff. Right. You now need jerk. Let me go to this march and I ain't even thought about you know anything. Of what I actually want, and I'm just being, you know, led on by older people who say, you guys should want this. No, man, what do I want? Right. Ask yourself that. And then come to a consensus and then plan. Have a, a larger scheme because that's what's going to change nothing. You know what I'm saying? People see the Civil Rights Movement as just one big march, and it wasn't. It was a scheme that multiple, multiple characters, multiple groups played into it. Right. And also, don't, don't be afraid to disagree with each other. Of course. Because... In my opinion, there's nothing worse than just the blind following the blind. Because if you have a disagreement or if, if it's something that you do not 
necessarily agree with, voice it. You know, because it's okay for you all to have the same end goal but different ways of, of going about it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I commend the students, you know, for acknowledging that they kind of ha- have that white privilege where, you know, because in the inner cities, it's been a problem for years. Yeah, like you I said, yeah, like much love, because I mean, we all, anybody I've talked to, they brought that point up every time, because that's how much we appreciate the gesture. Right. I mean, just for you to say that, that's love. Right. I mean, it's, you're right, that's love, but under no circumstances do you take this as, take me saying this as, that's all you need to do. Of course not. So, you know. Continue. I like where your mindset is, that's all it's saying. Right. And keep it going. Right. Keep it going. So, you know. I mean, because like you said, even if you're what you dis- totally get, disagree with me and the power self on what we think about guns, okay, right. that's all you know. The majority rules, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying. So if y'all got a different opinion on me or different opinion than us, that's fine. You know what right. I'm saying. But I'm all about execution and you know getting you where you want to be, even if that doesn't mean I you know agree right. with you. Right. So man, like like you know like like I said, like you know, keep. Keep up the good work, but this this is just the beginning, you know. Uh, yeah, it's only the beginning. And even though I don't particularly agree with uh, everything that Black Lives Matter do, I would like to see y'all at some Black Lives Matters marches. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, because yeah, show us a joint effort. Yeah, you show know, us kind of fighting for the same. Because thing. like my man, the Gorilla Grio just said, if if you don't make me care about your problem, then there's nothing I can do for you. And why should I? You, <laughs> right. sh- you should be coming to me saying what... I mean, y'all got to go back and study y'all history, man. Organizations, how... You got to ask yourself, how does, you know, even organizations you might disagree with, how does the Nation of Islam grow to be what it was? You got to ask yourself that. How did the NRA grow to be Right, you got to ask yourself, even when the people you disagree with grow to be what they are, just to understand how that works. Because a lot of people just don't understand how organization grows. Y'all don't even have people on the grounds talk. Y'all don't even have, well, right now, y'all don't have a group at all. Y'all just a bunch of kids, you know, walking to some place. Yeah. I mean, but you know. But, I mean, like I said, it's a first step. It's a good first step. And I, I, I don't right. mean to be extra critical, but, yeah. That's, that's like I said, man, I, I appreciate what y'all doing. So, you know, you know. I'm not old. I'm not old. Like, <laughs> you know, so don't, you know, I'm not even 30. So, I understand, you know. I mean, we didn't grow up the same, but, you know, I understand the sentiment. You know, people getting dropped left and right. Yeah, nobody likes But, you know. Nobody likes rapid death. But, I mean, that's that's it, man. You know what I'm saying? We we follow up on this, and we'll see where y'all going with it. You know what I mean? When, right. How y'all go. How we'll assess the movement. New developments. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, this has been the Maroon Report with the Pirate Chef and... The Gorilla Grill. You know, so before we get off, please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And look out for the new website. Tribeinstitute.com, Tribe.institute is coming soon. So right. I'll yes. be sure to announce it. Right. So, uh, peace and love, man. Keep the fight alive. Keep hope alive. Peace.